Welcome to Amici, news and insight from the New York Judiciary and the Unified Court System. I'm John Carr. This is the second installment of Diversity Dialogues. Amici is partnering with the Office of Workforce Diversity to bring you a series of interviews with Unified Court System staff from diverse backgrounds. These are people who play a vital role in helping the court system achieve its goals and its mission. As always, the Amici podcast will be available both on the court system's website and through the iTunes podcast library. Additionally, Q&A articles based on these interviews will be available in the Office of Workforce Diversity webpage. Today, Susan Goodman from the Office of Workforce Diversity interviews Chris K. Singh, Principal Court Attorney to 4th District Administrative Judge Vito C. Caruso. Okay, Chris, um, can you tell, can you give us three words that you would use to describe your, your current role? Um, I would say uh, interesting, challenging, and creative. And can you elaborate on those three words a little bit? Uh, interesting in, in the sense that uh, it seems every day that there are, are new issues that come up that, that I haven't seen before. Um, challenging in the respect that um, sometimes because they are new, uh, obviously it, mm-hmm. it, it takes some, some looking into and, and, and um, you know, trying to explore different, different avenues to try to tackle those issues. Um, and creative, I would say, because sometimes it, it, it does need a, a creative approach, something that's out of the ordinary but would seem to fit. Can you give an example of a creative approach? Uh, sh- sure. Um, I mean, if something comes to mind, if it's if if you need to, uh, um, you know, really delve. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but. Um, well, I would say, you know, just I, I guess most recently we had a a. Um, we had a, a judge who, who had, I think, like 20 cases with, mm-hmm. with one inmate. And he, he I guess, got, in, you know, had, uh, got into a, a heated engagement with, with one of these defendants, and he said, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to recuse from all of these, all of these 20 cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it came to, to me to try to, to find a judge to take that, mm-hmm. uh, take all of those cases, but in necessarily that that in, involved maybe some sort of a trade, you know, would you be willing mm-hmm, to take mm-hmm. these cases and in exchange you'll you'll mm-hmm. trade your cases, you know, and that and that judge who had recused would take them. So mm-hmm. that's just one example that that happened recently. But you know, you try to be fair in in, in trying to to reallocate the cases mm-hmm. when there are there are occasions when a judge does recuse. And. Um, how your you were um, your previous position was also as a um, as a, a principal court attorney, correct? Uh, yeah, I was a principal court attorney. Um, I am now with Judge right. Caruso. Before right. then, I was with Judge Judge Alisi. Um, so in that role, it's it's um, you know in in that role with Judge Alisi, it was kind of a, as a floating law clerk. Where I, I worked for. 
for any any judge in the district that needed assistance if their law clerk was out on maternity was you know sick mm -hmm, or things mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. um and then and then when i first started with the court system in 2002 it was as a, a principal law clerk just to one supreme court judge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay and um since this is the diversity you know we're doing this for the diversity workforce website uh, we we really wanted to kind of talk a little bit specifically about diversity. So how would you how would you define diversity? Um, in my mind, I think diversity is everybody bringing together their own unique backgrounds and different perspectives, and um, you know it's a collaboration of all of that coming coming together, uh, which kind of strengthens the atmosphere and, and enriches the atmosphere. And I think uh, the more backgrounds and, and viewpoints that I'm exposed to and that people are exposed to, uh, it just makes makes me more knowledgeable. And I think it it, it enriches your experience or broadens your, your perspectives or outlook. And how, how do you encourage uh, um, people to honor the uniqueness of each individual? If if you can if you want to, um, you know we we word that question, but basically how to how to um, get each 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 person to bring out their best and their their background as well. I think for for um, for many people they have to feel comfortable with that and and mm -hmm. and kind of kind of own that that's that's part of who they are and and just being open about sharing that with other people um, you know their own perspectives and you know for other people I would just I think it's important to be open to to seeing things from a different different viewpoint and accepting that other people's views may be different than our own but just to respect that and, and be open to seeing things differently. Mm -hmm. And how would you how would you um, characterize what you like most about your 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 job, your current job? I mean, I know you mentioned the interesting, challenging, and creative. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe um, there's something something uh, within that within that. Uh, description or outside of it, you know that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, aside from those those three, those three things, which are are mm -hmm. aspects of it, um, I guess what I uh, the part of it that I enjoy the most, which, which is um, which is different than than other positions I've had, is that it, it allows me to to deal with so many different people throughout the district. Mm -hmm. um, in my as a principal law clerk, you're in chambers every day, and you're just you're 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 dealing just with the the one cases that that one judge has. Um, working for Judge Caruso in, in the administrative office, um, as well as taking cases, I, I, we're dealing with so many people throughout the district, judges, employees, and I. For me, mm -hmm. I'm a people person, so that's something that I really enjoy. Huh. And can you describe a typical day in your professional life? 
Um, well, as I said, uh, you know, Judge Caruso is the administrative judge, so he, but he also is on the, um, he's also on the wheel for civil cases. Mm-hmm. So a typical day is, for me is, is spent kind of juggling the workload between those two sides of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, on the civil part of it for the cases, you know, quite a bit of time is, is spent going through daily mail, the motion papers that come in, going over issues that are raised with the judge, and then drafting correspondence, working on decisions based on the way Judge Caruso wants these cases to be decided. So that, that takes up a bulk of, of the, mm-hmm. the civil part of it. On the administrative mm-hmm. end, it's, you know, it are, there are issues that, that kind of get peppered throughout the day that I have to kind of you're playing ping pong, moving away from the cases to get it to deal with some administrative issues, but you know those run the gamut with just questions being asked from mm-hmm. employees, judges. Uh, you know how do you deal with certain issues that come up? Uh, we get complaints from the public uh, mm-hmm. that need to be looked at, and we need to respond to each of those in writing. Um, I have to review all the contracts that that the fourth JD enters into. We negotiate the terms for that, um, you know, providing coverage for the judges. If they've got a trial, they have to, somebody gets sick, they have to go on vacation, or a a law clerk goes out on vacation getting coverage for for things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, those are some of the things that that Mm -hmm. take place on a daily basis, but... Mm -hmm. There are, there are yeah, a multitude of other mm-hmm. ones too. So, are there any that you want to mention, or those are the main ones that you're that you? Um, well, we do have the there's the fee dispute resolution program that, mm-hmm. that we administer. So any um, any time a client has a disagreement with their attorney uh, with regard to the fee, we have a, a it's a volunteer arbitration process. So we have mm-hmm. a panel of arbitrators. So you know managing that, um, mm-hmm. we work with the judges and chambers and support magistrates when issues come up for say standards and goals, and and a judge is, is you know, if they're running behind on something, they need some assistance. I, I try to coordinate with their chambers, offer any assistance. Some of our, our court attorney referees that are at large, we kind of deploy them where needed. So I kind of monitor those assignments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on some task forces, some interview mm-hmm. panels, and then um, uh, we also have a, a volunteer uh, a law student. A volunteer summer internship program mm-hmm. that I administer. So mm-hmm. those are it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those, you know, it's kind of back and forth, just juggling between those two. And you know, when I leave every evening, I try to leave on a pile what I'm going to be working on the next day. But it seems mm-hmm. that when I come in, that Is those files <laughs> or those things kind of get thrown off track. So it's just mm-hmm. it's just juggling, really, is mm-hmm. what it, it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have anyone that you consider a mentor, and if so, why do you consider that person a mentor? I would say uh, my boss, Judge Caruso. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I don't know if you know Judge Caruso, but um, he's he's all about family. So he mm-hmm. he considers uh, the fourth JD as his as his court family. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started working here, everything everything on the administrative end was was new to me, uh, and I was often here late at night. and And he would often say, 
you know, go home. You've got young kids at home. The work can wait. Mm-hmm. So in that that respect, I think he was he was good in helping me achieve a good work life balance. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say, aside from that, he uh, he's a mentor in the sense that he always urges me to get involved with a lot of a lot of different areas on an administrative level to you know work with as many people as I can. Um, different initiatives or task forces statewide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that I, I'm grateful for that because it allows me to to learn new things and and he's very open and supportive of of having his staff um, you know, grow and, and pursue any opportunities that come up um, so mm-hmm. that you know I've been grateful for that He's also actually very good dealing with people. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've learned a lot just mm-hmm. by watching him with when he has conferences and, and how he interacts with the attorneys and how he gets things done mm-hmm. and with the judges as well. I, I, I do um I've gained a lot just by watching him actually. Mm-hmm. And and what respect does he does he deal well with um with the different populations? He comes at it um I guess he just brings things down to the the, the lowest common denominator. I think he mm-hmm. he has a real knack for making people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know whether it's his superiors or you know, attorneys or other judges, even when there are hard issues and he's got to get you know someone to do something they really don't want. He's good about explaining the rationale for why he needs to do what he needs to do, and it you know it it may not may not be what what that person wants to hear, but um, the way he presents it and, and the way he is able to to convey, you know, what needs to be done, mm-hmm. I, I think is respected. And, and people may not like it, but they, at the end of the day, they can respect that. Okay, you know, they can see where he's coming from and why it's necessary to do what needs, you know, what he's asking. Okay, and um, how would you advise prospective? applicants to the court system or those who are looking to to rise within the ranks within the court system uh, aside from you know obviously checking the the court website or for available tasks or, mm-hmm. or openings i i think the the best thing you could you could do to advance your career is to to get as much out of your current position get as much out of it as possible um, volunteer for as many opportunities as you can to allow you to learn and grow and I think if you really give it your all and you really try your best that that helps you not only personally but professionally um, and I think when you you've you've gotten as much out of your your current position as as you can and you know you've put everything into it my my belief is that your efforts will get recognized and, and then you'll be ready to take that next step when the opportunity arises. And how about those who are on the outside right now have, and are thinking of applying to the court system, obviously checking the website and all of that, but I mean, I, I think how would you would encourage those people? I think for whatever position they're in now, if if they if they are excelling in the position they're in now and and if you're learning as much as you can and, and making yourself as marketable as you can you're you're not only you know expanding your your skill set that 
that can appeal or make you more marketable for a job that does come up. But I know from having having sat on these interview panels, when we have called for references from you know for employers, you know, for to to get their take on on a potential applicant, mm-hmm. that always you know when when we hear from from an employer that this person goes above and beyond. I can always count on John to do, you know, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to do 110%. And and when, you know, those people, they're the go-to person that, that other co- employees go to, that's really what you want to hear. So I think I, I think your best, the best thing you can do to, to get another job down the road with the state is to do a great job for where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that'll serve you well you know, whether it's looking for a job with the state or anywhere else. And um, before before you leave this position, which hopefully will be quite a long time down the road, um, what would you like your greatest achievement to be? Um, well, I guess I would go back to that that um, that internship program. I I think I'm I'm very mindful of. Um, people who had given me my start in the legal mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. or people who, who um, helped me get into the court system. So if, if when, I, when I started with Judge Caruso, there was no, there was no internship program for, for, for law school students. Mm-hmm. And I think they had one years ago, but it was, you know, went by the wayside because the state, we had budget cuts and there was no money to pay uh, any interns. And so I had... I know for myself, when I was in law school, or even when I was considering going to law school, I I volunteered at a law firm or the attorney general's office just to get that experience and to see would I want to go to law school. Is this right. something I want to invest my time and interest in? And it was a volunteer position, but it was valuable to me because it solidified my interest in the law and, and those contacts and experience that I gained there for me was instrumental later on getting a job, things like that. So I, I personally thought that there was value in, in, even if it were a volunteer position that we couldn't pay for um, to get that started. So I, I went to Judge Caruso. He, you know, he was all for it, and, and now it's been eight years that, that wow. that's been running. And it's just, it allows, I, every year I, I canvass all of the judges in the 11 counties who, who would like a, uh, a a law student as an intern, we post for those positions, and so every year we get we get so many students that are able to get some experience in an area of law that they like, uh, you know, that they're interested in, and even though it's not paid, I think it's a valuable experience. So if that if that kind of helps someone to start them on their path, I think for me that's a for me that's a um, that's a plus for me, and I I, I get a lot of um, I guess uh, you know satisfaction out of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. That would that's a wonderful uh, legacy because you're actually training the future. Yeah, and to uh-huh. see you know sometimes they can see this is you know some people are set on criminal law that they worked with the judge for the summer and they think this isn't it. Uh, you know I'm going to look for something else. So mm-hmm, it, it either mm-hmm. solidifies their interest. Um, mm-hmm. I, the other thing I would say too is, you know, in these interviews, I'm on a, a, a lot of interview panels, and sometimes I've had people who have applied for multiple 
you know they've 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 applied for multiple positions and sometimes the position just isn't right for them and they can get discouraged but i try to if i'm walking these people into the interviews or you know walking them out of the interviews i think sometimes even just a an encouraging word or a reassurance that they did a good job mm-hmm. goes a long way so you know sometimes they appreciate that because even if they're not selected hopefully they'll keep trying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there anything else that you'd like to add chris uh, not really, no. Okay. Okay. Well, we really appreciate talking to you today and sure. uh and uh your experience is invaluable, I think, just for people who are who are in the court system and who are thinking of coming into the court system and um it's much appreciated. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Susan. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for listening to Amici. You find all of our recent podcasts on the court system's website at www.nycourts.gov. And most are also in the iTunes podcast library. If you have a suggestion for an Amici podcast, please let me know. I'm John Carr, and I can be reached at 518-453-8669 or jcaher at nycourts.gov. In the meantime, stay tuned.